Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So the Big 12 actually vaulted ahead of the Pac-12 in their meteorites deal. The Pac-12 was next up. So the ACC is locked into their TV deal, and it's a horrible TV deal, but they're locked into it for a number of years going forward. And that's with ESPN. And then the SEC and the Big Ten, they recently signed theirs, and those are the monster deals. Those are the ones that eventually are going to be worth $80, $90, $100 million as these contracts keep going up. Those guys are the the big power players. And then the Big 12 had theirs coming up, but the Pac-12 was in, in line to be the next one to sign, where the Big 12... And there was some talk that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 were thinking about maybe a merger. But apparently they couldn't come to a deal. The Pac-12 wasn't really interested in the Big 12. They were a little snooty. They wanted unequal revenue sharing. They weren't real happy with some of the academics. So it just ended up going their separate ways. And then it kind of got into a pissing match because the Big 12 was trying to poach some of the Pac-12. And so now the commissioners don't get along very well. Well, the Big 12 did something at the time a lot of people weren't quite certain uh, was a wise move. The Big 12 convinced ESPN to open up their negotiating window early and basically signed an extension of the old TV deal. And it wasn't like for this monstrous uh, amount or anything, but it was it was a deal that kept them relevant in the $30 million range bumping up each year. They signed an extension and they thought, not only can we sign an extension, but it puts us in line to negotiate before the other leagues. So they signed a a stabilizing deal now, and they thought, keeps us alive, because remember, the Big 12 was on life support for a while. With Texas and Oklahoma leaving, it was like, oh my God, what do we do? They expanded, they went out and got BYU, they went and got Cincinnati, they signed a TV rights deal, stabilized them, and they'll be up for negotiation before any of the other major players. Which leaves the Pac-12. The Pac-12 got leaked. And the Pac-12 has been telling us all along, don't worry, we're fine, we're going to this great product, everyone's going to be interested in us. Well, it turns out if you believe people that are in the know, and we're having Stuart Mandel on tomorrow to talk about this, it doesn't sound like a lot of people are interested in the Pac-12. Because here we are a couple months later and the Pac-12 has no TV deal. It doesn't sound like one's imminent. And now they're exploring the giant institutions of San Diego State, Fresno State, Boise State, and SMU as possible additions. They're cooked, man. I'm telling you, the pa- the future of the Pac-10, because USC and UCLA are gone, is bleak. So this is the statement that they put out. They said, the Pac-12 universities look forward to con- uh, uh, consummating a successful media rights deal or deals in the very new future based upon positive conversations with multiple potential media rights partners over the past few weeks. We remain highly confident in our future growth and success as a conference and united in our commitment to one another, which is an absolute load of crap a huge load of crap they're not committed to one another at all and the multiple tv rights partners the only one bidding on this right now is espn and espn is not giving them what they want and amazon uh doesn't want all of their programming amazon wants certain pieces of it and what they're willing to pay does not make up for what espn would take off of the deal so right now, you're trying to negotiate with multiple partners, and there just isn't anyone bidding on this. And you also have multiple schools, again, if you listen to people, that say Oregon and Washington, at the first train out of town, they'd be gone. If the Big Ten came calling, they'd be out. 
And now we're back to this where apparently the Big 12 is back circling, trying to poach the four corner schools, the Arizona State schools, Colorado and Utah, to bring them back into the Pac-12 and, and or back into the Big 12. They should go. They should go. This deal, and, and, and I've seen the money laid out, and I said this when this first started started happening. The Pac-12 is in huge trouble, and this yes. was when they were first talking about USC and UCLA even possibly leaving. And you looked at the deals, and the Big Ten and the SEC were going to make, and I don't have the numbers in front of me now, some monstrous number per year more. That's how much you can pour into facilities to travel. The packaging for your athletes was going to be so much better than the Pac-12. They would start to hoard all the talent. They'd start to hoard all the media rights, and they would just dominate you. You would get buried. It was something like the Pac-12, each Pac-12 team, the equivalent of like they'd make $17 million with their deal, and the Big Ten and SEC would make like 48 It was some like, it was like triple the numbers. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was just, it was like, well, you can't, you can't compete with that. That's that much more money into your athletic department. It's not going to work. And so what you have is now the, and how, here's another way you know it's in tr- where you're in trouble. The Big Ten is trying to get and did successfully get USC and UCLA. The Pac-12's counter move is SMU and San Diego State. Yep. That doesn't move the needle. People say, well, well they're trying to get mar- uh, you know, other markets involved. They only have those markets involved if those markets care. And I'm here to tell you right now, California doesn't care about San Diego State football no. and SMU football in Texas. You're not like, whoa, the Pac-12, we got we to gotta subscribe to this. You're talking about the seventh, SM, the seventh best school in, in both here. states. California barely, barely cares about coach football at all outside of SC. Right. Yeah. So, so to say our solution, it looks desperate, and I think they, I think the biggest mistake they even made was to let it be known they were even looking at SMU and San Diego State because what it was was just a flare up into the air. In we're in panic mode, and no one wants to be a part of us. And so the Big Twelve goes, oh, "Whoa, they're going to get SMU. Let's go poach Arizona and Arizona State. This thing is a is a sinking ship." And I will say again, and I've said it all this time while we've talked about all this realignment. If I were Washington State and Oregon State, I'd be really, really concerned because at least Washington has Seattle and at least Oregon has Nike connections and they're a successful uh, university in terms of athletics across track, across Olympic sports, in football and basketball. They have a lot that they can that they can potentially be attractive to, to a Big Ten, to an ACC type merger. Oregon State and Washington State don't bring a lot to the table yeah. in terms of just the size of their viewership. They, they have, just don't move the they needle. They have to hope that ESPN and Amazon can come to some sort of partnership because it sounds like right now that's it. it. Sounds like it's Amazon and it's ESPN, and neither one of them is willing to bid against the other one that much. It's just, it's just it's this is not good. Well, even They're, releasing a statement that says we're all we together. have options means you don't have options. You, don't have you know options. you know what you do if you have options? You announce a huge deal. Yeah. And the fact that you're saying that we're all committed to one another, no, you're not. Every oh, school, definitely every not. school right now is in it for themselves. And the only reason they're even putting on this front in the hopes that they can manage to pull out a, a deal at the 11th hour that saves the Pac-12. So I guess, there, I mean, there is a chance, right? If you can come up with enough money pieced together through Amazon or whatever streaming service and ESPN, because right now the only major power player is ESPN. No one else wants it. So it's ESPN and streaming. And believe me, you're hearing that ESPN and them are hundreds of millions of dollars apart. And there's no incentive for ESPN to bump that up. None. Whatsoever. Who's bidding against them? Because right now it doesn't sound like Amazon is willing to give the Pac-12 a full media rights deal. So ESPN's just sitting back saying, okay, well, 
you know, you, you, we, you know, you need us more than we need well, you. And let's be honest, the Pac-10, Pac-12 hasn't been relevant in the big money-making sports in years. Yeah, so so you can sell me the great college baseball, the great softball, the great women's basketball programs. Doesn't move the needle and hasn't when, for a while. Unfortunately, it doesn't. When was your last men's basketball championship? When was your last football national championship? If it's more than 15 years ago, 10 years ago, no one cares. And unfortunately, the Pac-10 and Pac-12 is in a situation where they are not marketable. And so to release a statement that like, hey, we're everyone knows it just all of this looks desperate. It looks desperate to release the statement. It looks desperate to go after SMU and San Diego State. Just stop it. Get a deal done done. or don't. And understand that, frankly, to be completely honest, the Pac-12 slash now Pac-10 is a dying brand. It's just the way it is. It's in a lot of trouble right now. Stuart Mandel of The Athletic, he'll join us tomorrow to talk about this further and you just cross your fingers and hope that maybe, maybe they can find a way to pull this one out of the fire. All right, we come back. Club 1080 right here. 1080 the fire. I wish. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.